welcome to Host Transform and my name is Jessica and today we have uh, a special guest and his name is uh, Jan Lely, all the way from The Hague and <laughs> we will talk about facilitation skills and what, uh, what the importance of that actually is. And Jan Lely is, uh, is the author of the book Facilitation as a Second Vocation or Profession. Okay, so Jan, for the people that have never met you and have not read your book and know, uh, maybe not even know so much about facilitation, can you talk a little bit about yourself? Like, how did you come up with this vocation yourself? Hmm. To, was it in your childhood? Did it suddenly pop up? Or was it the whole journey? Or, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a bit of all of it. Mm -hmm. So, like a mixture. Uh, I studied physics in mm -hmm. Leiden University, biophysics, and uh, when I was almost done there I had the opportunity to do an MBA, Master of Business Administration, and uh, there was uh, something new there that was called Business Innovation Systems, mm -hmm. and because I used to work with computers I thought well I'd go to do that, so I started out in, in ICT business in, in the uh, um, business information system development and uh, and I will say I worked for six weeks as a consultant and then I decided this is nothing for me mm -hmm. so uh, then I started to, to call everybody in one room and uh, one of my ideas is if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem it's a systemic view mm -hmm. so problems and solutions are in dynamical uh, equilibrium mm -hmm. so your problem is probably a symptom of my solution and my problem is a symptom of your solution mm -hmm. and when you share your ideas on what works and what doesn't work and how you relate to each other then suddenly there emerges understanding or communication and 90% uh, and, uh, of the, of the uh, information system development problems are not information system related at all. Mm -hmm. They have to do with, uh, with people and uh, engagement. engagement and and uh, the inability of people to phrase their problems adequately. So um, yeah. as a physicist I've been trained in problem formulation. I always say the question is 80% of your answer, everybody's looking for answers. Mm -hmm. But the, 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 basically the, the question frames the answer. So you have to be very careful in what... Yeah, uh, you're already uh, steering there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I developed that from, from my experience as a physicist, experimental physicist, and just applied it at, at groups. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was a, a, a tremendous success. So, uh, in the end, uh, I became production manager in, uh, in one of the Philips factories. And uh, we were uh, at 100% quality, no quality problems, 100% uh, delivery reliability. Mm -hmm. We were so fast in delivering, I didn't even dare to mention it. We were so flexible. So, uh, and then they decided to close the factory. Oh. Because uh, the cost went through the sky. But it has to do with the costing system of Philip, the accounting system. Mm -hmm. So if you are running a very smooth, very uh, agile factory, then the accounting system says you're making a very big loss. I said, yeah, we always make a big loss, but nobody noticed because of the accounting system. That's so not transparent. Yeah. But uh, no, I had a very hard time explaining that, so we decided, okay, close it down. So then I was forced to work for myself. 
and uh, I developed these tools and methods and, uh, and uh, tricks and whatever you call it. And I decided, okay, let's see if we can expand it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I started to work with, uh, as, a, as a freelancer, it was then called, uh, Might It Work. And, uh, when was this about? Uh, I think 1992, 1994. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what was, um, so you have a background in physics, what was the, the, can you kind of grasp what fascinates you so much about taking this course? Like what was drawn you towards it? Was it maybe the effect on people? Um, was it um, something you feel inside when you, when you do this work? Or is, it, is there something you could describe why this is so essential for you to do? Oh, a deep question. <laughs> Well, I think it's in, in the title of the book. Uh, I think it's a calling. Mm. I always say uh, 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 this IEF means International Association of Facilitators, and we try to be professionals. And I think we're not professionals. We have been called to do this. So it's the same word, but mm -hmm. it's a different meaning. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my case, I think it's a calling. It's just, it has always been, how shall I say, it, in my nature. It's, has never been different. I've always facilitated. You know, yeah. from, from, from high school on, I know I, I work with groups and uh, I love to work with groups. And to the amazement of many people, I was able to stand in front of a crowd of 200 angry uh, pupils <laughs> because the, the band we had engaged wasn't coming. Oh, wow. So you had to. And I remember one of my, uh, my, my teachers, my, my uh, high school teacher, say to me, Amazing! 200 angry people and you didn't blink an eye? <laughs> and I said, they are not angry with me. me? You didn't take it personal. Don't take yeah. it personally. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. I think that's, uh, that's uh, one of the... I'm, I'm lucky yeah. I, don't, I never take anything personal. It's yeah. not about me. It's yeah. About, so. yeah, that's so, beautiful. I often say that as well. It's yeah. not about you. Yeah. yeah, it's not about you. Yeah. And then I have the, the marvelous ability to meet the people I need. So that's... Uh, at every point in my life, uh, then suddenly somebody emerges, like you, for instance. <laughs> and I call it synchronicity, you know? Synchronicity. It's, it's, a, it's also in my book. Synchronicity, it, it isn't a method, but it does work. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able that there are clues uh, given to you by people. Say, okay, look at it this way, or perhaps you should do it like that way. And then sometimes the clues are too early. Sometimes it's like two or three years. Yeah. I remember, oh! Yeah, you cannot really do it. And sometimes they are too late. So, okay, you should have mentioned that two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yes. how it is. Yeah. So, that's how I started yeah. to work. And then I gradually expanded it into um, uh, a way of working. And then I met in uh, the late 1990s Will McGuinney. Mm -hmm. And uh, Will McGuinney uh, wrote a book, uh, Creating Path of Change. Which at the back says it's the, uh, one of the most important books about social change to appear in a decade. And nobody has read it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. So, but I was fascinated by the book and I already I recognized his approach. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we came into contact and I went to him in the United States and he went, came, came a few times here to the Netherlands and I worked with him. Nice. So, and basically, my work is a, is a translation, not a translation, but. Uh, how do you say it? It's uh, it's added on on his uh, uh, mm -hmm. meta praxis. Yeah. Uh, we already had a discussion about it. It's not it's not a theory. Mm -hmm. but it's a way how to uh, to engage uh, 
the actual situation you're in. Yeah. You're talking about when you do like train the trainers. Yeah. Like uh, also for this book is also for example for me to get more skilled in facilitation. Yeah. For example. And if I if I'm correct, it's not uh, A to Z step plan, seven no. plan. How no. to become a best facilitator because it's something there's like another level towards it that you cannot always describe that's something you have to reflect upon yourself you need to have the ability to reflect on your own yeah. being or thinking and in the moment yeah yes. so is there is there a way you guide people through that process or is there well, basically, uh, we started out a few years ago with uh, with our course. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called a, 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 a leergang. Mm -hmm. So it's not a training, but it's a course because it's based on experiential learning. Mm -hmm. So uh, we uh, we we ask people to come in and bring their cases to the ca table, and like in the thirty minute sessions, act it out with each other. Mm -hmm. So people go in a row, and then we reflect on what is learning. So in the, in the in the cycle, you have you have an intention, mm -hmm. you've got an action, you've got a result, you compare the intention with the results and then you formulate a new intention and that cycle goes on yeah. and on. So that, that's basically how, how it works. So this is how we work in the course. Uh, and uh, then I, I use the, the meta model or the theory mm -hmm. of McGuinney with it. And then uh, because it's in English, people ask me, can you write it in Dutch? And I said, okay, I can write it in Dutch, but uh, the, the, technically <laughs> the, 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 the theory is not in the book, mm -hmm. it's in the practice. It's in the practice. So yeah. uh, I always said, yeah, I cannot write a book about it because it's not about the book, it's about the, the actual uh, action. Yeah. But then uh, I met some people like, uh, like Joyce, for instance, and uh, who, who supported me in, in writing the book and developing the concept and creating a... Uh, framework and supporting me with the beautiful pictures and uh, and also uh, as I told you I met my muse eh? mm -hmm. you, you have to know somebody who you write or you towards offer the book to? towards yeah. and then finally it, it, it kind of writ itself you know it's, it's nice so it's more like you're you're trying to to the books flows through you so, so this was also uh, s um, based on synchronicity. Kind yes. Of to find yeah, it first yeah, 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 yeah. Like I very much resented uh, having to write a book, but mm -hmm. then uh, the universe kicked in. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're going to write this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and nice. then you go with the flow, and uh, and in the end, well, I think it's it. It's very, it's very nice. I always said this: it, the, the book is way ahead of its time. My publisher was very annoyed when I said. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, That's interesting. Can we, can we maybe talk a little bit about that too? Like, um, we talk about transformations, uh, personal transformation. That's also where I facilitate people in, in the personal transformation, yeah. but then also within a team, within organizations so or cultural transformation, but then also as a society. Yes. It's also a systemic way of, of looking at the world, I think. It's not isolated from one or the other. And before we started this interview, you already explained to me that you think or you feel we're in a transition. Um, and can you explain a little bit about that? What do you mean by that? What kind of transition? 
what kind of tradition? Yeah, or can you explain what you mean by that? Well, it's exactly as you said. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a certain, uh, I, th I think, in cycles. Mm -hmm. So you have a personal cycle, and in your personal cycle, you've got through transitions. You are the teams and the, and the organizations you're in. Uh, and also on a societal level and also on a global level, we have these cycles. And these cycles have different cycle times. Mm -hmm. And I, I strongly feel that somehow the, these cycles are going to be synchronized. So your personal uh, crisis is suddenly uh, complicated by a crisis in your organization. Mm -hmm. and your organization is also in this huge financial crisis, which is started in 2008. And uh, this financial crisis is also part of a global crisis, which has to do with the energy transition. Mm -hmm. People say about energy transformation and have to go to uh, to a green society, etc. So the, the, the cycles are now coinciding mm -hmm. and gradually bu uh, building up to a very big, um, how shall I say, it, event, a transformative event. Mm -hmm. And is this nearby, this event? We're right in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. <laughs> I think it, it has started uh, like perhaps 30, 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's now uh, gathering speeds. Mm. And uh, what I try to do is in, in my training and in educating and in uh, facilitating facilitators is to prepare them not for the crisis, but that is inevitable, you, mm. but for the period after, after that, because then uh, we have to uh, recover ourselves, we have to refine ourselves. So and then I think you really need uh, facilitators. Yeah. One of the, the speakers at the conference is uh, Mark Pixley, mm -hmm. and he works with he trains facilitators for the, the period after disaster. For okay. instance, he, he, he trains people in Nepal mm -hmm. six months after the earthquake. So the earthquake is gone, and the, the people. Uh, are slowly getting mm -hmm. back to the normal and then they need people who are able to to communicate to, to guide yeah. this group to this capacity building and capacity a building uh, yeah. on a different level it's yeah. not so much about the buildings but getting the people into uh, in sync and uh, yeah. to build on one or the other yeah. yeah good way to phrase it. so that's uh so and, and yeah i i just look at the writers from the wall, you know, everybody used the word transformation. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Uh, so. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> change, transformation is a new change. Yeah. I even have been to a, a conference in, in Berlin, the Berlin Change Days, in uh, how to change transformation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, because for me, transformation is really uh, different from change. Often I don't use change because change is kind of ending. Mm. And transformation is more evolutionary. It's kind of evolving. It's ongoing. I mean, this is how I uh, feel it and yeah. interpret it and use it. Uh, and, and transition is uh, is a shorter period as well. It has a beginning and an end. And transformation is, yeah, an ongoing loop. Um, yeah, it's both, you know. It's both a, a, a period and mm -hmm. it's both uh, uh, has a beginning and end. Also, transformation is beginning and end. And again, it recurs again and again mm -hmm. and again. And I think we should use uh, these as a kind of exercises to become better at transformation mm -hmm. and that, uh, better when it occurs, that you are able to, that's, that's basically what I call the metapraxis, suddenly you see in a situation, oh, wait, 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 this is a transformative situation, and then you can intervene. Yeah. And the, the basic intervention, in my opinion, is to slow down, because people want to get to yeah. <laughs> transformation too fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, they want yeah. to get to the other side of this problem. Often they're and by then themselves <laughs> then. Yeah. 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 So and that's, uh, that's and that is I think that's the most difficult thing uh, to to uh, to learn. Mm -hmm. Just be patient. Just be yeah. Be there. Wait and then wait some more and then wait some more and then suddenly I hear uh, the intervention being mentioned mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes I even then still ignore it and then uh, okay and now you do the intervention mm -hmm. and it can be as simple as touching somebody mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? and sometimes it's a question you pose or uh, can you give a, a little example um, is this like when you're with your uh, participants, when you prepare them for facilitating meetings within their organization, do you have a, like a concrete example when this intervention of your side as a facilitator uh, happened, occurred? Yeah, a few years ago, one of the, the most intelligent uh, women I ever had the honor to, to to support in her development, mm -hmm. we were in a six days course, and on the, in the third day she was really uh, desperate. And she came to me and said, "Yeah, I really don't understand what you're talking about." Mm -hmm. And she said it in Dutch, and in Dutch the word to understand is begrijpen. Mm -hmm. I don't get, have a grasp on what you're meaning. And I said, "I grasp you." And they said, "No, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I really don't." Mm -hmm. uh, get across but then again I grasped her and then for even for a third time and two hours later she made an intervention that was simply brilliant oh wow. so I heard her say I want to be touched so it's begrijpen is a, yeah. a physical yeah. it's not a mental she she phrases she has a PhD she's very intelligent yeah, yeah. so she thinks that uh, understanding is a mental exercise yeah yeah but I think it's a physical a bodily experience and we need to be understood mm -hmm. and uh, I could have said to them I understand what you do but at the same time I realized that's not enough mm -hmm. you have really to, to do the act of really touching one another person and she has a very strict personal space yeah so for her it was revolutionary <laughs> yes. what we were doing yeah. 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 And, yeah and that's what I mean by the time and you cannot time this you know it's, most of the time this was also during the end of the lunch you know yeah then suddenly the situation, uh, what I say, opens, then you do the intervention. Interesting. Yeah, because you cannot explain these things. And, uh, and often when I do a check-in, there's also people, and that's really brave, I think, they say, I, I ask, uh, how do you feel, for example, yeah. in the here and now? And they say, I feel a bit anxious or nervous, but I don't know why. Yeah. And I think it's really brave. And I'm not trying to, you know, get you know, help them and get rid of that sensation. It's just what it is. And yeah. maybe they're on the on the border of, of, of yeah, transforming or learning yeah. something or yeah. take something away. Well, that, that, that's, that's it. Uh, if you are on the border of transformation, you, uh, you automatically back off. Mm -hmm. Because this thing is so huge or so dangerous or you don't know or you're anxious about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then you you want to protect yourself against it, and yeah. at the same time you need it, you know. Yeah. So that's that's a kind of uh, the double situation. You need the transformation, and at the same time you resist it. You resist it. That's yeah. also why we use the, the the hero's journey as a metaphor, because that's also in the hero's journey. 
you meet some people and you feel resistance mm -hmm. and I always say the learning is in the resistance mm -hmm. whatever uh, creates resistance within you is probably the things you have to deal with or to learn or to accommodate yeah. or yeah. to facilitate yeah to break you to the next step and, uh, but our uh, our training uh, is always to um, how shall I say to resist the resistance mm -hmm. to try to avoid it or to try to overcome it and not to uh, to succumb it. Well, in the transformation is you have to be in resistance. I use the, the, the metaphor of the caterpillar mm -hmm. who is becoming a butterfly, uh, but resists going into the cocoon. The transformation is in the cocoon, so mm -hmm. the transformation is a very dark place yeah. <laughs> where you're not, not going to know what has happened. Mm -hmm. it, it is necessary. So, what the, the, the caterpillar does in order not to come into the cocoon is eat, so eat more, eat more, but mm -hmm. the more I eat, and then suddenly you are so big that there's only one option. You have okay, to. go into the cocoon, surrender you to the process, yeah. and come out as a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. So, nice. And you know the joke about the two, two caterpillars looking at the butterfly and they talk no, to each other no. and say, I suddenly hope that I never will look so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also part of the transformation, you know? So yeah. uh, that's, uh, the, the, the resistance to become who you really are yeah. is actually very, uh, very scary. Scary, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because also for me, in the end, uh, it's all the time embracing again that you can just simply be yourself. And, and what we got taught in schools which has nothing to do with this. Exactly. That's yeah. what I mean, you yeah. know, like why can we not, I mean, you can it's, you can call it the school of life <laughs> or becoming conscious about who you are or uh, also to talk about, you know, what you think <coughs> of a person and just to reflect upon that, what you feel with someone and mm -hmm. uh, why you feel a disconnect or, yeah. why, you know, these kind of things, to talk from a meta level in a, in a sense. Yeah. And to communicate, yeah, to learn about these kind of communication skills yeah. instead of only rational, if it's something correct or wrong, and use a feedback loop, which is really static, and yeah, yeah these kind of things. So, your book is uh, about uh, facilitating as second uh, occupation, or vocation, vocation, or calling. profession, calling, yeah. beautiful, and to deal with transformation um, or change. and. Why is this a second calling? Why should people, in your opinion, embrace this uh, extra skill or whoever you, would uh, whoever you would love to frame it? Why is it? It's, um, well, I, I call it a second calling uh, because I think that uh, in, in, in the normal development as, a, as an individual, you start up with, with doing things you're good at, mm -hmm. you're successful in, and uh, you, you study, you go to uh, the university, you go to work at the, at the workplace, and then you get praise and success because of the things you can, and you are very able to do it, and you get better and better at it after 10,000 hours of exercises. Mm -hmm. You're at the peak uh, of, your, uh, of your abilities. And, and then suddenly uh, you, you get into a crisis because when you are at the top of the, the, the pyramid, the only way is down. Yeah. So <laughs> exciting and you, times. And then you have to embrace <laughs> your weak things, the things you resent about yourself, the things about you you, you find difficult to mm -hmm. do. You know. 
and uh, then you have to and, and that is always uh, appears only when you are in front of a group mm -hmm. because a group it acts like a mirror they reflect the things you don't like about yourself you know with the true mirror it's also the same you know mm -hmm. you look through a mirror and you go, okay my hair is very bad well in, in technically I say a group does the same thing mm -hmm. your hair is looking very bad but then or about, the positive things then about for instance, you're, you, you are unable to listen very carefully, then they notice, okay, he doesn't listen very carefully. It, interesting. And then they don't listen to you. Mm -hmm. Because the trick is that you have to be able to listen very good, and then they will listen to you and not the other way around. So, uh, and that's what the, what the group does. And mm -hmm. then you have to, to, to get in, 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 in sync with that, to, uh, ask, no, not in sync, to accommodate that, mm -hmm. to, to uh, accept it, to work with it. And that is called, uh, that's why I call the second calling. Most people then, for instance, uh, get into a crisis and get into an, another job or another uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, Or uh, what also happens is that people stop being promoted. So they think, okay, this is enough, this is my level of competence, I'm satisfied with it, I work with it, I don't need more success, mm -hmm. you know? It's Peter Principle. So but do you also mean, do you also mean then it's kind of a. Uh, uh, a journey of introspection to get into to know yourself, your real self, uh, because you kind of have to. You're in this peak. When you work with group, working with groups, you have to uh, know yourself. Yeah. But if you're not working with groups, then it's it's not that necessary. But every uh, project manager or consultant or senior consultant, or if you're working with the government. Uh, now and then you have to work with, with, with groups mm -hmm. and, uh, and if, you're, uh, if, you, if you want to do that better then you should develop your facilitation skills you go. and yeah. if you say no I'm satisfied with it as it is then hire an outside facilitator, don't do this at home, yeah. <laughs> ask somebody to support you, that is also in the other book there's a list, when should I hire somebody else to do it. Yeah. So that is, uh, but if you want to uh, go on as a as a facilitator or a change agent or a, uh, what what a, a transformative consultant mm -hmm. <laughs> or process consultant or however you call it, facilitator. then you yeah. have to integrate. I think integrate is a good word. Your your uh, your shadow or your uh, your yeah. uh, the, the complement of what you are. You know. Mm -hmm. It's not that you are not that you are. You are also that. You know, mm -hmm. and that's uh, oh, beautiful. So you really, because I also kind of advocate this with uh, the the three pillars I just explained to you yeah. from leadership. That you you need to know more about yourself, and you know the intro introspection, the the personal development needs to be uh, at least in sync with the development to learn more about how to facilitate a group. Because if you're there and you're very technical, yeah. people cannot feel you. Uh, and I'm not even meaning it by a spiritual way, but just mm -hmm. be really there because you accept yourself yeah. and you can look upon the group from a meta level and from there you can intervene. Uh, that's your contribution and yeah. not so much, oh, we have yellow post-its and orange post-its. I see it a lot, you know, it becomes yeah. really technical. And everyone is discussing about which poses to take and like, oh, this is not, a, yeah. you want people to get in sync and not engage, uh, yeah, engage and not to talk about yeah. the exercise. The exercise is just a mean to an end to, to get the process going. Yeah. 
So, yeah, um, and, 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 and of course there is the technical side of it. Hey, you have to know when to use red and when to use green yeah. or yellow posters. There needs to be some playing field. And there's field also the a trading. I've also been trading how to rip them off <laughs> so that they don't curl. Yeah, you know? yeah. Also but very important. <laughs> at the same time, it's also you, you you have to you you have to be able to okay throw it out of the window yeah. and just sit down and have a cup of coffee or have a breakdown or whatever and yeah. and discuss what is happening and uh, that you're not feeling well or that the other person is yeah. showing some resistance or whatever and then uh, and then shift gears. Yeah. And most of the time it's slowing down. So slow yeah. down, slow down, wait, wait, wait a second. Repeat. And improv we call it, what does the scene need? Yeah, what like, does the scene yeah. need, yeah. yeah. And a lot of uh, facilitators use improvisation. It's, uh, it's a great... It's a great tool, huh? I, I once worked with a student uh, who was a, uh, an intern with us. And uh, you could just throw any group at her. She, she worked with the group and then she came. I'm now at this point, what do I do now? And I said, this and this and this. Okay. And she went away. And 20 minutes later, and now I'm this boy, what do we know now? I said, that and that, okay. And she was just so natural at it. So I think, how, where did you learn it? Well, yeah. I do improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to deal with a lot of stuff. Yes. Becoming an alien when you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Somebody dies, you just laughed. And you have to all accept it and let the other shine. Yeah, yeah let the other shine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very important and ground rules. Yeah, and yeah. that's... that's uh, so that's a way to, to develop it. That's, uh, and, and everybody has his own uh, its path. So mm -hmm. every path is unique in its way. Yeah. The people you met, the mentors you meet, the what you need, etc. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely. And uh, and your biggest successes uh, most of the time start out as your biggest disasters. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely for uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, like five years ago, I was a lecturer at one of the private business schools in the Netherlands. And for me, it was not a good experience. Like I tried for one and a half year and mm -hmm. I was just, I was actually uh, um, uh, connecting on, uh, an, yeah, on, on uh, analytical terms. Yeah. So uh, I was really, uh, how do you call it, uh, searching for the word, I was really educating. Mm -hmm. I was not facilitating so yeah. much. Teaching. And, yeah, I was Worse. teaching. <laughs> Yeah, worst. And now, uh, five years later, I get only straight A's from mm -hmm. all students, even the ones I think in the beginning, okay, maybe not very open for it, mm -hmm. but let's see, it's a challenge. Because I'm facilitating, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hosting, as I yeah, call it, you both uh, to get the energy there, the openness for yeah. people to learn from one or the other, not for me per se, maybe not at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, uh, that's the magic uh, key, I think, yeah, for yeah. our group. Yeah. That they feel trust and uh, worthy that they can do it themselves, and uh, and that you're that you're able to maintain the space, to create the space, to maintain the space in the time, and, and to hold it. Yeah, to hold to host it. it yeah. to host uh, whatever happens. Yeah, whatever uh, it, wants to be. It's be known. meant to be yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and to trust that process as to well. To trust the process. Yeah, yeah. And, and it sounds very easy. Yeah, <laughs> and it is very easy, but at the same time, it's very difficult. Yeah. It's very, just being there is so difficult. Yeah, I often I also coach entrepreneurs and I, I talk about the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest kind of quest for us, that uncertainty is a status quo more than ever, if I can say it like that, so bold. Because before you kind of knew where to go when you were mm -hmm. lacking some knowledge or you know exactly which job. You know, you, there was more certainty, things were more rolled out. And now everything's kind of chaos. And you have to create your own opportunities mm -hmm. or be open for it. And how do you do that? Um, and while I am training these, uh, or not training, I'm facilitating that space, 
I actually use my experience with them as uh, the example of I'm dealing with uncertainty too. Yeah. Because I don't know you guys. Um, you know, I'm facilitating, so there's not there's there is a like a brief. There's a scenario, but it's not very from A to Z written mm-hmm. out uh, because I want the process to occur on its own pace. Um, yeah, and what do I do if the energy will drop? Yeah. Or you know, so I always try to get them in my shoes and to learn from that perspective too. Yeah. So in a sense, facilitation skills to obtain them is not so much about uh, you applying it for a group and you become a professional facilitator, but also to really learn about um, how to deal with uncertainty. It's also like... Uh, yes, uncertainty, <laughs> I call it, uh, even worse, I call it doubt. Doubt. Uh, I borrowed it from, from Peirce, the American philosopher. Mm-hmm. He said uh, people uh, resist doubt. You you don't want to, to doubt the uncertainty. Okay, everything is uncertain, but when you start doubting, then it's getting worse. So yeah. we have three or, three or four coping mechanisms to, mm-hmm. to deal with doubt. And uh, one is uh, you just believe what is being said to you. Okay, I'll, I'll trust uh, my father, or I'll trust the book, or I'll trust mm-hmm. the system. Uh, not the system, but what, what, what is. What is. And uh, most people get stuck in there. And then he says there is a fourth way of using doubt, and that's to use it as a probe. So you let your uh, uh, doubt intact. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly asking yourself, okay, what is happening? And is what interesting. So you, you use your uncertainty as a tool. Mm. So because there's always uncertainty. And mm-hmm. then you say, okay, and that is uh, uh, one, one of my great insights. I, I even knew when I got it that I was on a bike r- driving to the Hague and I suddenly Bye. realized doubt is my only certainty. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So I can okay, I'm not sure if that will make people more relaxed in my no, training. Me? <laughs> yeah, I okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I see it as a huge potential because yeah. if there's only doubt, then everything is possible again or something. Exactly. You have to reinvent the wheel because there's yeah. no one truth. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then things I see it as a transformation in a positive sense that you get uh, people that. Um, kind of share the same worlds, they will connect way easily then because mm-hmm. there's no other option. Yeah. Like, you know, before I'm sure people worked in organizations when they felt there was not really a fit, but they just did it because they had the diplomas and well, you have to. But now you kind of, you know, you don't have that luxury in a sense, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, yeah, you really have to um, connect with people that are kind of in your ecosystem. And yeah. work with them yeah. because it's too much of a stretch to work with people that really well do not engage do not speak your jargon literally or uh, mm-hmm. metaphorically um, so I see that as a big plus you can really do what you love and you can yeah. meet the people and also your clients become the people that you also really love so it's not yeah. so difficult anymore no, yeah it's the fifth element fifth what's the fifth element love love here you go. <laughs> I often say uh, with my sessions, I only try to make people falling in love with each other. Yes, That's good. the only thing yes. I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah, and you nothing. can blame gravity for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, facilitation, you mentioned something about the, the word facilitation. Yeah. It has leadership in it. it facilitation uh, is of, of two parts to make, factory, to make, okay. factory, for mm-hmm. instance, a fact. Uh-huh. It's also made up. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Lee, it's uh, it's uh, means connection. It's uh, 
a very old, uh, 6,000 years old uh, part of uh, a word. And it, it's in the connections in the word relationship, it's also in the word uh, leadership. I suspect, by the way, it's also in the word love. I ah, think that the, the, the love. law in love is the yeah. same as the. So it, it, it changes because it has. A, so it's, it, it's in intelligence, mm -hmm. also in, in religion, and uh, so it's in reality. Mm -hmm. Also, it's also has, it's about making connection, making and breaking connection. Catalyst. Beautiful. It's also so that's uh, and it's it's a verb. It's an action. It's mm -hmm. not a thing. So yeah. it's, uh, it's something that goes on continuously. You make connection and you break it again. You make it. It's beautiful for me to know that it has this extra uh, connotation. Yes. Multiple actually, because that's why I thought of host because I couldn't really feel satisfied with the word facilitation. It's kind of. There's more layers in there, but um, maybe yeah. it's a good word. No, no, well, <laughs> you, know, the, you, you have to use the word that fits you. The word host fits you. You are a I host. Think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a host. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's, that's how I think words work. So you, you, yeah. you, you, it's like the, the clothes you wear. You, yeah. you use what fits you. Yeah. So I always, uh, people, and I'm very, very famous with it, I always hear the second meaning of the word you're using. And that exactly says what it is or what you are or what you think. And most of the time people don't hear the, the, the second layer of what they're yeah. saying. It's more like simplicity, how they will listen to the uh, yeah, communication and, uh, Yeah, and it also has to do with, uh, that's also one of the problems in the book, that somehow the, the words you use uh, frame what you are saying. But uh, that the meaning is not in the words. Mm -hmm. It's in the questions. Then. Uh, no, the meaning is in the relationship. Oh yeah, when you build it together. Yeah. The third space. So the, the meaning, when you read a book, the meaning is created through the reading. Mm -hmm. This book has no meaning when it's not being read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about my how I interrelate I, with yeah. it. Yeah. So everybody yeah. creates also his own book. You yeah. know, I've I written this book, but you're reading a completely different book. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also why I love improv theater. You yeah. know, when you play, for example, we always get to play in a very big way or not talk too much because people often when they feel nervous they're gonna talk a lot it's also in real life right people want to rationalize things mm. and be understood so they use a lot of words uh, but the less words you use the more interpretation people can get and they can connect with themselves and the more meaning maybe is generated mm. if maybe if you can put it that way so yeah, I think that's uh, that's really beautiful. You put it about how you, how you actually create your own reality by reading it yourself and yeah. through your. Mentor. So the International <coughs> Association of Facilitators. Can you uh, briefly tell me and people that are watching a little bit about it? The why is it so special? Why is it so special? Yes. Why is it so special? Facilitators are very very uh, rare. Mm -hmm. So uh, I personally think that there are that, and also they are very rare. Uh, we don't need them often, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, and also in my view, it's not a profession; it's a calling. And also the 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 differences are huge, you know, from improvisation facilitation to people who work with it, with with systemic constellations to people who look creative uh, techniques. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 difference between uh, facilitators. 
is so huge that basically you cannot have them in, in one organization. Mm-hmm. I've given up that idea. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we have to teach and learn and understand and evolve as, as human beings and as facilitators. So, and that needs uh, a, st- a structure or a, a, a network. So mm-hmm. basically, I think the IEF is an international network of facilitators. Uh, and it has had the form of an association. So you become member. Uh, but at the same time, it's like the Groucho Marsh joke. I don't want to be member of, of a club that wants me as a member. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I want to be special. And <laughs> about 80% of the facilitators inside the IEF think that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our retention is very low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's about 60% or so. so the, the, and it's funny, said, I don't want to be put in a box, I don't want to be yeah, exactly. in a group, yeah, this yeah. is me. <laughs> and Very tiring. The things we do is we do certification, so we have a certification, certified professional facilitation, uh, because I think every profession has, has to have a facilitation, so mm-hmm. uh, it has to have a certification. You cannot not be certified in this world. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but... So, uh, and the, the, the IEF has developed a certification program, so we can have CPF behind our names. Okay. And also the way uh, I uh, tend to use it, also here in the Netherlands, I founded the Dutch uh, Facilitation Association. Uh, we we uh, organize conferences, we organize meetings where we share methods, tools, techniques, uh, tips, uh, recreate uh, uh, interventions we did, exchange uh, things. Beautiful. So and basically, what I try to do is connect the different workshops from from improvisation, uh, from open space, from uh, systemic development, and just uh, for also from project managers, just meet with each other, work with each other, and then go yeah. home again. So I'm organizing now the Emina conference, uh, the European, Middle East, and North Africa conference, where we uh, invite facilitators, uh, change agents, uh, uh, leaders from all over uh, Europe, mm-hmm. all over the world, everybody is welcome, but we focus on, on Europe because we want to strengthen the, the, the community of practice in Europe in mm-hmm. the first place. Ah, beautiful. It's, yeah. uh, it's called the Urge for Facilitative Leadership, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about that, I think there is a, a very big need for people who are able to lead in a facilitative way. Mm-hmm. So leaders need to become more facilitators, and yeah, some facilitators so need to be become to develop the leadership yeah. skills, so, so why not yeah. become a leader yourself? Yeah. So and uh, we try to organize it also in a new way. We we don't want to have a boring conference where you have a keynote speaking to you, and after three quarters of an hour you go to a coffee break and you say, okay, hopefully you meet someone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for instance, one of the things we're doing is keynote and video. Mm. So we have a videotape of ten minutes of the keynote, yeah. and then you, as a as a as a conference, go to work with what has been presented. You feed it back to your colleagues and then the keynotes comes in and you have a, a conversation about what they have learned from your keynote. Flipping the classroom, is it? Yeah, right? flipping the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. I saw it yeah. trademarks or No no, this is flipping yeah, it's no, trademarked. Yeah. It's a, a, a method they use for education as yeah. well. I use it a lot. I will send my students or people I train always some well, almost always some video or stuff ahead yeah. so when I meet we I only have to only have to coach or make the rooms safe yeah. Yeah. and I don't have to go into content exactly uh, so, so it is also I wanted to do the workshop mm. so people can bring on a workshop 
And, but I'm not going to decide who's going to do a workshop or a presentation. On Friday evening we sit together in open space. And somebody says, I need something to learn about improvisation. Okay, I can do that. Nice. Tomorrow really from 9 to yeah. 12 in that room. And yeah. then we have a break and you bring in the cases, etc. So And then you have far more interactions. Yeah. And, far more. and also we are going to build uh, what, I, I, uh, what I call the, the map. Mm -hmm. The map of facilitative leadership. So during the day, as we we are going to ask you to bring parts of the map to a central place where somebody who's very good at drawing, I suppose, mm -hmm. map making, creates an, an image of the of what facilitative leadership means, means at the conference. Interesting. And then we share the parts and go go back home. And then I hope, for instance, like you said. With uh, turning the flipping the classroom, that people in 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 Sweden or in Serbia or in Egypt can use our video. Mm -hmm. You've seen the the how it can be applied, and you use it in an evening or in an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. To connect to people who don't speak English, because that's a main problem, of course. Yeah. Most facilitators are very uncomfortable in working in English. Yeah. Yeah, you, you very good in Swedish or in Serbian or in France. So. Yeah. And uh, that's also a way to to to. Combine yeah. this. I actually want to uh, soon use some methods also for uh, in refugee camps. Mm -hmm. when, uh, of course, people from uh, unfortunately a lot of countries, yeah, meet mm -hmm. have never met before, lost their identity in a sense. Mm -hmm. No family, no yeah. work papers that do not uh, count uh, in the Netherlands. The roots. Uh, yeah. The roots. Uh, they don't know what's going to happen. They're not even in a process yet. Yeah. So if you talk about uncertainty, I think yeah. this is the biggest nasty uncertainty you can be in. Yes, yeah, terrible. Um, so, well, I'm not, uh, I, I hope, you know, I can just, if it's just a tiny thing to contribute, but I mm -hmm. want to save the space there, yeah. make it a safe space, at least people can talk <laughs> about the uncertainties or the hopes and by that connect again because yeah. they feel like hey you're in the same space I don't have to feel fearful or judgmental because those sentiments will always happen when you're in a, in a not safe space you push people that yeah. are not close to you um, so I hope to connect with that do you, do you also see facilitation in this broader micro yeah. perspective yeah yeah yeah, yeah I think part. facilitation Facilitation is, 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 is of two parts, the actual facilitation in a meeting, mm -hmm. so guiding a meeting to its end results or toward what it achieve. And the second way, I said facilitation with a capital F, is to know what intervention to do. So sometimes a group doesn't need group intervention, it needs a, a, a consultant or it needs a trainer or it needs a coach yeah. or it needs a project manager. Yeah. So, and then uh, as a facilitator, you should be able to have a network and think, okay, you have you have problem with your management team. This is not a problem with your organization. Your management team has to be... So, we are not going to do this innovative project now. First, I introduce yeah. a coach mm -hmm. and they are going to coach you yeah. in your interaction because... Uh, or, no, yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's, cap that's uh, the facilitation, the capital yeah. F. F. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and is it for you very clear where facilitation stops and coaching begins? Because, you know, I also explained, I'm also coaching. Yeah. But sometimes I feel I'm more facilitating than coaching. And sometimes when I'm in, where I'm actually should be facilitating, I'm coaching a little bit. Yeah. So do you think that's kind of wrong? Or is there a clear line between those two? Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you feel is needed and can save... Yeah, you space or <laughs> the contribution to the yeah. 
if you think it's wrong, it's wrong. If you think it's good, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because some people are really firm with this is a coach and this is a facilitator. Yeah, I'm people, like, people yeah but if the power of questions is so is so meaningful for a safe space, you're coaching, right? Yeah, the, in the, a sense, the thing that they are not they are not opposites. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, 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 that's what I think. I, I'm resisting the framing as opposites. Yeah, it's not opposites. It's it's uh, it's complementary. Yeah, it's continuous. So, yeah, it's a continuum, mm-hmm. and uh, and people want uh, perhaps need some some clarity, mm-hmm. and then uh, like I did yesterday. Okay, what clarity do you create yourself? So that's uh, yeah. Yes, the question. So it's coaching, it's training, it's consulting, it's teaching. There. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've seen some very good teachers who are basically facilitators. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I've been yeah. trained as a, as a physicist, but I also as a, an onderwijsbevoegdheid, how do you call it? Uh, uh, educational. I'm certified <laughs> to, to stand in yeah. front of a, of a classroom of of, of BKO, twelve year olds and okay. teaching them physics, and uh, and we had to do a, an internship with a f- very good uh, facilitative uh, teacher. For instance, when one of the pupils posed a question, he didn't answer it. He remained silent. And we were amazed. Why don't you answer the question? We asked him later. And he said, well, if somebody doesn't understand something, he also isn't able to pose a question. So I have to relax Mm -hmm. and slow down to enable the other to phrase his question. Yeah. And sometimes you yeah, because it's it, they have a question behind it and they yes. cannot grasp. If you, if yeah. you don't grasp anything, if you don't if you don't understand it, you're also not able to pose a question. Yeah. So probably you you're you're posing the wrong question. Yeah. And when you give an answer, you give an answer to the wrong, wrong question. question. Yeah. And then okay. they have two problems. They have the first yeah. thing. <laughs> they don't understand. You don't <laughs> Neither. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah. A, that, that's I think the basic reason why people resent uh, physics or mathematics at school because they don't understand it, and when they ask a question, they get an answer. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need. Mm, does not really. Resonate. And then they stop asking questions, which yeah. is I think yeah. the most disastrous things can you can do: stop yeah. asking questions. Yeah. Yeah, I often said with uh, with my students, uh, uh, why do you ask that? Yeah. Or, or sometimes I say, what do you think yourself? And yeah. then they will get into another loop. But often they feel like, ah, just give me an answer. They yeah. can be a little bit uh, frustrated too with of you course. when you do that. Like, <laughs> come on, you're the teacher, you know everything. Yeah, but don't do the I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm just facilitating here yeah. to get the knowledge around. Yeah. yeah, I understand that you have to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I can make you understand, that's also I think. Yeah. I can make you understand, you can only make yourself understand. Yeah. And it's a painful process, yeah. also I think transformation. Learning can be really painful. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. I was not, I never said I'm here just to have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be fun too. Yeah, of course, that's that's the whole thing, and to get the equilibrium, because yes. otherwise it gets too heavy for I, students, yeah. but also for people, for everyone. Yeah. So, okay, thank you so much for uh, this uh, broad explanation, a little journey in your, in your life and what about facilitation skills as a second profession. Mm-hmm. And when is this International Association of Facilitators Conference? It's uh, 7th to 9th October. October 2016. 2016 in Utrecht, in the Left Future Center. We start on Friday. Okay. It's a very sophisticated, very modern, very state-of-the-art meeting center. 
Nice. And we've been hosted there by Rijkswaterstaat. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice. Very, and then we go to Contact and Continenten on, on Saturday nice. and on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday uh, morning. Yeah. And I might be privileged to host a session there too. Yes. We hope to, to see you there yeah. and to work with you, yeah. to learn more from you. It might be called Get Agile. What Get Agile. What do you think? Like a command. Yeah. <laughs> Demanding. <laughs> Let's see if that will trigger people. Okay. Thank agile. you so much You're and uh, looking forward to the conference. Yes, me too. Thank you. Cool.